Hey, what's up, everyone? Drew here, and I hope you're having a great day. Thank you for checking out our podcast, 108 North. This is the college podcast for First Baptist Statesboro. And I want to take a quick moment before we dive into the episode to say, uh, if you happen to be a college student in Statesboro, whether you're going to Georgia Southern, Ogeechee Tech, or something in between, you're looking for a community and a church to plug into, we would love for you to come hang out with us at First Baptist. We're downtown, big church, 108 North Main Street. May look a little intimidating from the outside, uh, but we would love love for you to come and worship with us and to learn how to grow. We're all about equipping and making disciples. So we have worship services at 8.30 and 11 o'clock every Sunday morning. And in between those at 9.45, we have a college gathering, uh, Bible study that we'd love for you to come join and hang out with. And then if you can't make that for some reason on Wednesday night, uh, we have a college large group gathering that gathers at 6.30 as well. So love for you guys to come hang out with us. If you want more information, there's notes in the show notes and details and links. Uh, and you can always reach out to me. So hope you're having a great day. Thank you for listening on with the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to 108 North. This is our college podcast. My name is Drew. I'm the college pastor here. I've got some friends with me, and uh, this semester we have been talking about on our Wednesday night studies, what do we believe? And uh, we're going to be talking about the sovereignty of God, which is a somewhat intimidating subject. Uh, and I got some friends here with me. I got uh, James. How's it going, James? Hey, doing well. Drew. Good. Doing I got well. Claire. How are you doing, Claire? Yo. And I got Robbie, the man, the myth of legend. Uh, uh, none of those apply. None of those apply. <laughs> I am a man, but uh, there, there's no myth to it. Uh, it's real. Um, it's real. Legendary <laughs> status? Not, not, even, not, not even close. Not yet. No, no, no. Not we'll even close. No, it won't even get there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're talking about the sovereignty of God. And so... I thought we would start off the episode uh, and just talk about this because I don't know if you realize this, this is very geeky, but I like words. And so sovereignty, uh, the word sovereign comes from the word reign, which means to rule over something and sovereign, which means like monarch or like, you know, above the kingdom. So it's like the king. And so again, that's very geeky. I realize Claire's looking at me like, come on, Drew, come on, Drew. <laughs> People are not listening for this. Yeah. Um, so my question is this, is when you hear the word king, what do you think? Anybody like when that word pops in your head and I realize as Americans, we kind of hate Kings. What we have a very long history of <laughs> yes. that. True. A few wars yes. we fought. Revolutionary um, war. Uh, but, so what do you think about when you hear the word king? What, what pops in your head guys? I think like rich, like gold. Mm. Yeah, like I, lots of like money. That, like that duck cartoon, uh, Scrooge McDuck. He's just like swimming. That's not Scrooge McDuck. I know exactly gold. what you're That's talking about. That's an old reference. Where he's like swimming through like gold and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DuckTales. DuckTales. Boom, got it. You guys seen DuckTales? Uh, yeah. That, that was when I uh, yeah, it was. That's old school. That's old school. I'm old. That's why. Yeah. What about a king, guys? Rich, that's a good word. Kings are typically rich. I was going to say selfish because... Maybe. No, but uh, like you see like, like someone who like wants, thinks they're doing good, but is actually doing the opposite of good. Yeah. That's like a big one. Historically, we have a lot of examples of bad kings. <laughs> yeah. And for better or worse, we often think about the bad stuff before the good stuff. Yeah. Lots yeah. of tyrants and people who are selfish. And oh, yeah, I was going to say selfish, prideful. Uh, they want more power. They want more land. They want more money. They want more. And it's just corrupt. Like the people, the public suffers, but the king gets 
you know, so there's corruption and all that stuff. So it's so funny because yeah. here's what I think of when I think hear the word king, I think about Lord of the Rings, which we were just talking about off mic. Um, I, but but I think for both ways, I think of everything you say, and that, like one of the mm. major themes of Lord of the Rings. This is like my geeky area, guys. Is like power corrupts, mm. um, which yeah. does, and the kings are a good proof of that. But another thing that Lord of the Rings has is like Aragorn, who is he is the true king. And, and he's not selfish. He's for his people, and he's willing to fight for his people and rule justly. And so it's interesting contrast, like, right? Like, a, here's a question, kind of going off this. Like, what's so everything we've been talking about is like bad kings. What's a good mm-hmm. king look like? And does a good king matter? A good king cares for his people. Yeah, you not know, selfish. I mean, 100% not yeah. selfish. Um, he gives more than he takes. Mm hmm. He does what's right. Yeah, I, I would add to that, even if it cost him. Right, or, or yeah. it, it, is, it doesn't is matter. Mm-hmm. He yeah. leads his army, too, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, just, mm-hmm. I was reading, second, I'm going to Second Samuel right now, and I just got to the uh, David and Bathsheba incident. And uh, I don't know if y'all realize this, but the opening like, text of that chapter starts off with, when kings go to war, David didn't. Basically, is like the opening of that, which is basically like... A king should right. be leading from the front. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mistake number one. And David one. ended yeah. up in a whole lot of trouble because he wasn't where he was supposed to be right. <laughs> for the first part. That's mm-hmm. another podcast for another yeah. day. Well, when we think about kings, guys, we have a lot of bad examples. But And the reason I bring that up and want to start off with is because um, sovereignty has to do with kingship in many ways because uh, it's it's – a sovereign is a monarch, is a king. And so ultimately, I'd say when we talk about the sovereignty of God, what we're talking about, if I could sum it up, is that God is king of everything. And just mm-hmm. let that sink in for a moment and think about that. Like, yeah. everything. Like, he made this world, and he reigns over it. He rules over it. He's in control of it. He has authority over it. He is present here, ruling. He's Again, and he's a good king, uh, which means he's... Here, he's not like inactive or being passive, and he has control over it. He has the authority to say and do. And so, uh, I don't know, what's y'all's initial thoughts of that idea? Like, God is king of everything. So, essentially, whenever we were talking about like, the sovereignty of God, we're essentially talking about the leadership of God, right? Yeah. Like, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's definitely part of it. Um, mm-hmm. When you're talking about things of God, especially doctrinal things, when you're talking about, kind of like we were talking about holiness, you can't just sum it up into small things, sadly. But I definitely mm-hmm. think that's that true. the sovereignty of God 100% encompasses God's leadership and rule of his kingdom and his world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think it's in there. Interesting. Yeah. Being king over everything. Uh, it's a, a, a short sentence, but it entails, I would say, an endless discussion. Oh, yeah. There have been volumes written on this. Right. Um, <laughs> the sovereignty of God is something that I don't think the human mind, can, we can really wrap ourselves around it. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, I'm the old guy here. Um, <laughs> And, you know, Drew and I have both been to, you know, seminary left, so we've taken classes on this in theology and things like that. And there are books and volumes and podcasts and 
uh, lectures and all sorts of stuff about the sovereignty of God. And what it boils down to is that we as mere humans can never wrap our minds around it totally. Yeah, 100%. Um, because, and, and the desire for us is to try to figure out God. And I think that's a good thing when, when you have a, an honest pursuit of God as a follower of Jesus. But you have to, you have to bow the knee and say, I'm not going to get all of this. Yeah, 100%. Uh, especially this side of heaven. So part of the sovereignty of God is that we've got to trust that God is sovereign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And understand, like, you know, the sun came up today. We're actually the earth rotated. You know, the sun doesn't come up. And down. But, you know, but God still keeps up. that thing lit in the sky out, out there in the middle of our, of our solar system. Yeah. And that's part of his sovereignty. The fact that we're breathing air today and we can do this podcast is part of God's sovereignty. He's in control. He's allowing us to do this today. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's, you're right. Here's the rub, I think, for me personally, and I think for everyone, if we're honest, is that it doesn't always feel like we're being ruled over and that somebody's in control of things that we don't have control over. You guys ever feel that way? Definitely. It's definitely... Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, too, because, like, everything you said is true, like, and I believe it, but then in my day-to-day life... Mm -hmm. I don't always live like God is in absolutely control of everything. Yeah. Not surprised. And there's so many ramifications about God being in control of all things that we could go down rabbit holes all day. But like, I think practically speaking, and I think good theology is practical, Mm -hmm. is that day to day, it doesn't feel like always in our own lives and world that, that, that we have a good king reigning over us. Do you guys agree with that? Like, do you think that's why some people have a struggle, like, believing that God's in control of everything? Yeah, um, I struggle with that, you know, um, just because that's, but that's just me not, like, thinking, only thinking of myself, you know? Mm -hmm. That's when, that's when I realized that, oh, wait, I'm thinking only for myself right now. There's so many good things that we can't see right now because of different things like the media or different things, because that's all they show is the negative. But it's, you know, it just ends up being just me not thinking of the positives, which are plentiful. I know for me, you know, it's it's hard to give up control, you know, over my life. Mm -hmm. Me me too, James. Me too. Yeah, Yeah, you're not the only one. (laughs) No, it's just, especially like in the long term, you know, I'm always thinking, especially, you know, being a college student, like, gosh, where am I going to be in 10 years, 15 years, you know, however many, whatever. Um, that's just always in the back of my head. I don't know, you know, it's the same for a lot of college students. Mm-hmm. But well, and you guys are in the season of life where you guys are making decisions that are going to affect the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, don't be too stressed out by that, statement. But think about, like, I can track a lot of good and bad in my life <laughs> to the four years or so I was in college and decisions and paths I started down then. Um, I see God's hand in that more than I ever did now because I look back on it. Like, I never thought I would be a college pastor at a First Baptist Church in Statesboro. But God knew what he was doing and is sovereign mm-hmm. in that above what I want and what I think is best sometimes. And, but it is hard, dude, because let's admit it, especially us Americans, we like our individual. Like, we don't like James, do you like anybody telling you what to do, man? Oh, no. Claire, what about you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, honestly, that's kind of weird for me because sometimes I'm a very— just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Oh, okay. You know, I'm a more... 
See, I'm not that way That's at all. Really. Like, I do not like, like, it is like the American prideful, it's some sin too. Like, I just don't like being told what to do. Well, mostly I, parents, I would say. I'm oh, mostly sure, yeah. I'm me. mostly petty with it. Like, <laughs> if I'm throwing trash in a trash can and somebody tells me to stop, I will like dump out the trash can just so I can throw more trash in there. Honestly, just yes. be petty. Just have, just have <laughs> control. Yes. Of yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. I get that. Well, it's funny too because I think when we think about kings, like we have to understand that like they have authority. Talking about parents, like mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think everyone struggles with parents when they're younger and even when they get older. And uh, no one likes having authority over you, but man, we need it because horrible things yeah. happen when you don't have accountability and authority above you. Mm-hmm. But man, I I don't like to admit sometimes that God's in control of things I'm not in control of. And there are some things mm-hmm. that like, I want to have control of and have authority over and power. I don't know why that I need to just let go that I have no ability or knowing. And God does, even though it doesn't make sense all the time. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I sometimes think of it as like a mental thing. Like if I just say it, oh, you have control, then it happens. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of a doing I think it's more of a physical, something you have to, I, I don't know, it's like a mental, physical type thing, like giving yourself to him and giving your struggles to him, mm-hmm. type thing, yeah. giving him control. Well, ultimately, when you, when you deal with a king, and Robbie, you maybe can speak to this, but like, when you, when we, we don't understand kings very well, but like, if you come up to a king, you have two options. You can either surrender and submit to the rulership of the king, mm-hmm. or you can rebel and throw tea into the harbor and say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we come to God being a good king, like I think we ultimately it should lead us to surrender, but yeah. it doesn't always do that. <laughs> That's true. I, I, God's never given me a reason to not trust him. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why, now this is easier said than done, but this is why as I've grown in Christ over the last, let's see, I've been saved roughly 24 years. Okay. How old are you, James? 22. Okay. So, yeah. So So longer than James has been alive. Longer than you've been alive, (laughs) which makes me feel really old. But... uh, uh, but it's okay. I accept it. The gray's coming in. Um, but anyway. It's very distinguished. It is, yes. Uh, uh, but uh, the, the <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. There it is. But the point is, over these years of even after, you know, the moment that, that God saved me and up until now, God has never, ever given me any reason to doubt when we think about kings or, or people in authority in our lives, yeah. whether it's political or even just relational, like parents, professors, mm-hmm. um, police officers, that think people in authority, we have trust issues because we've seen the corruption or we've seen the letdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe even in the church, you know, leaders in the church don't do the right thing sometimes or they let us down. Well, we're all human, yes, but God will never let us down. And so that's why I can trust him as king yeah. and I can submit to him as king. And, and, and it's easy for me to bow the knee. But practically, when it's, it's hard to do that, you said it a moment ago, we like to have our thing. Oh, yeah. That, I'm going to use your coffee cup. Orders. I'm not going to drink out of it because <laughs> you know, we, no one wants to get COVID. Um, but we want our whatever our thing is. Mm-hmm. And we don't want God to touch whatever's in that. 
We want him. Like to, you can have everything else in yeah, our life, God. Yeah, God, God but did. there's <laughs> this thing that I've got to, I've got to have. Mm-hmm. And, but God's saying no. I've got to have it all. Yeah, but kings that's a demand good, all. Yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. it, but that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. God's not trying to take advantage of us. He's not trying to hurt us. He's he's not trying to use us. But we've been taken advantage of, and we've been used by people in authority, you know, whether yeah. directly or indirectly. And so that's why it can be difficult for people to, when they, when they run across this sovereignty thing and they run across this lordship of Christ, and they say, I'm a little hesitant because fill in the blank. Yeah, and I think people sometimes think about the sovereignty of God in like more of Old Testament terms of God. But even Jesus himself took this seriously. I mean, he was, oh, yeah. he was like, why do you say Lord, Lord to me? And then mm-hmm. you don't do what I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he understood that like so, saying that God, Jesus is Lord and Jesus is king, same thing. Jesus is the leader of our life, whatever, however you want to give it, like saying he's the one calling the shots, um, but not actually submitting to that authority kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and uh, here's the thing about the sovereignty of God that I've concluded. And me and, uh, me and Dr. Waters were talking about this the other day, and he made this statement about the sovereignty of God, when you start to kind of wrap your head around it, should terrify you mm-hmm. and bring a lot of peace at the same time. Right. And, and I feel that way. Like This is one of those things, like when Old Testament talks about fear the Lord your God, like if God's in control of everything, like he is the one literally holding the cells in my body together, the, the, allowing me to even think, have everything, allowing the sun to come up, ruling, reigning as present, understands, sees everything I do, even the stuff that no one else knows about, knows my heart better than even I do. That's terrifying because I'm not that, I'm not, guys, I'm not a good person. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like sin's still in me. God, Jesus is working through it, but that's difficult. But on the same time, it's a ton of peace because God is a good father who loves me. He's a good king. Yeah. And so, like, if, if God was a tyrant, this would be very bad news. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Right. We good? Okay. We'll just pause really quick. I saw the camera light turn off or something. I was about to text you. <laughs> I heard it and I was like, I when did it? When did it? When Robbie's talking or when I was talking? A little while ago, uh, five yeah, minutes ago. You heard was the first warning. Oh, uh, that's well, I didn't see the light light on, so oh, so we didn't lose anything. That's fine. I can I can re- bring you back. We're gonna do this, guys. I'm gonna start talking about how. Um, if you can, that'd be great. We're gonna talk about how even though God's sovereignty uh, means that even if we surrender to Him, doesn't mean He's gonna tell us everything. <laughs> yeah. You gonna throw in the scroll quote? Um, or have we passed that? We have. I will. I will lead off with that. That's such a good quote. It's a really good quote. Yeah. I like quotes, guys. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, I mean, that's... that's have you seen his little rant on that? Have y'all seen it? What is... While he's R.C. Sproul? Do y'all know who R.C. Sproul is? He's a theologian. Y'all may not know who he, he is. He passed away a couple of years ago, but um, while, you know, I was getting the stuff together. Um, 
they're a, like a, a roundtable questionnaire type thing. So you're submitting your question, your theological questions on a card. And so uh, the moderator's holding this card and he said, oh, you know, why didn't God relent of the, I'm paraphrasing, why didn't God relent of the punishment to Adam and Eve if God's so loving and gracious and all that? And R.C. Sproul just grabs the microphone and he, all he says is, What's wrong with you people? <laughs> like just like, so they make coffee mugs that just say, quote, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> but he says, who do we think we are approaching a holy holiness, a holy God yep. saying what he did was wrong. Yep. What God did in response to Adam and Eve's sin was wrong. Mm. So, yeah, and like the yeah. room, and I don't know how many people are in this room, but it was just like. Quiet. Dead silence. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Who do you think you are? Yeah, that's the episode. Yeah, and what he did after was, how can they just skip over that? He literally gave them clothes because yeah. what they did yeah. uh, affected themselves. He pursued them. And yeah, then he, he helped provided. them. He punished them, but he still didn't abandon them. Yeah. yeah. But if it was me, I probably would have been like, peace. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You done messed up, Aaron. You done messed up. That's like one of the funniest. We good? Um, you're talking about like, I mean, all this king. It's kind of hard to hear on here, like what's actually being said. That's that's okay. Who who is talking though? Okay, then that makes sense. I know where we were at then. Okay, you're, okay. You're like, so here's the thing. You're talking about something about. Perfect. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, I, I really like this quote by R.C. Sproul. Uh, it talks about when we're talking about the sovereignty of God. He says this, most Christians salute the sovereignty of God, but believe in the sovereignty of man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh man, that's a good quote because we, I think a lot of us would admit as Christians, particularly that we believe that God's in control of everything. But in our everyday lives, we sure do act like we're in a lot more control of things than we should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you guys this question. Once you surrender to God's lordship and kingship, like that he's in charge and you're not, mm-hmm. um, do, do you struggle with the fact that sometimes that doesn't mean we understand everything? I think sometimes we think that if we're like, all right, God, you're in charge, and he like lays it, like we think he's just going to be like, all right, well, here you go. Here's your life plan. Mm-hmm. Everything's going, and then he doesn't do that. Does, does that frustrate you guys or anything? Definitely, because I'm in a point right now where I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so like, and that's like a lot, you know. I'm sure it's never going to end, but like you've got to figure out like what – it, you just figure it out for yourself, and but he gives you the plan. Like he doesn't just spell it out for you. Yeah. So it's that's kind of really frustrating because it's like, well, I want to know, and it's kind of like it makes me feel like I don't know what I'm doing, even though in retrospect, I'm, I actually do. So. Yeah, I like you know Jesus says, "Follow me," not, "Hey, here's your life plan." If I'm honest, if, if I think about what God's done in my life, if he would have showed me everything that was coming, I would have probably ran um, because I wouldn't have thought I could handle it. And I couldn't. But God 
can and grows us and, and his power and meets our weakness. Mm. But man, it's hard to like, sometimes it's hard to say, just say, I got to trust you. I do not understand this at all, but I trust that you do. Yeah, there's, you know, we're, we are to be people that live by faith, walk by faith, same thing. Uh, faith is such a huge element, but it's not a blind faith. Um, God's given us enough evidence to be able to trust Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we walk by that faith, we trust in His sovereignty. Is it going to be confusing at times? Uh, it can be because, again, we, we, we have a finite mind and God is infinite, part of His sovereignty. And so we're not going to always understand everything and get it. But you said, you know, if I'd have known what this would have looked like when, when you know, 10 years yeah. ago or however long it was for you, if I'd have known what it would have looked like at age uh, 25 when God called me into serving him and, you know, as a minister, um, I would have said, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I, would have, I would have, like you said, ran. But from a day-to-day aspect, God grows us and gets us to where we are. And then we look back and say, yeah, he is sovereign. Mm-hmm. He handled that. It hasn't all been, you know, uh, tiptoeing through the two, the daisies, you know, it's like sunshine yeah. and picnics. It's always and, comfortable. You know, yeah, it's, you know, there are struggles, but how God works through all of the, the valleys and the peaks but through the whole process, you've only gotten stronger and, you know, wiser at, you know, well, and sure. more diligent. You yeah. Know? You become more like Jesus. That's how he, yeah. like, it's hard because, like, I think about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, right? Like, people, it's like <laughs> the graduation verse. <laughs> yeah. I know the plans I have, maybe. People don't yeah. understand the context. Like, the entire city is, like, burning, burning. around Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. People are getting slaughtered in the streets. Yeah. And so when you understand the context, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this is a not a good graduation verse, right. really. But, but think about that. Like, God is a good king. But he, being king, is not going to tell us everything. Mm. But we have, but him being sovereign, guys, gives us a ton of peace and real hope because he can take something like what's happening in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven or something terrible in your life, mm. and that makes no sense to you that you have no control in, and turn it into something beautiful that is mm. amazing. That that that, that you, it gives you hope that God's working everything for your good. Mm-hmm. Like Romans tells us, but people misunderstand that. They think it's this comfortable good and everything else. No, it's real good. And sometimes the most loving thing that we can, that God can do for us, is put something difficult in our lives because we're hard headed and we're not going to learn any other way. And we're not going to change. We're not going to understand who He is, and grow closer to Him, unless we just mm-hmm. follow Him. Yeah, and it's not about us. It's about Him. Yeah. So one of the things that is a struggle right now in a lot of maybe. Christian type movements or circles, if you will, is there's a lot of me centeredness and theology and things like that. Well, the Bible's not about me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it includes me. It, it affects me, but it's not about me. And it's like the sovereignty of God is not about me. It, it, it's about him, but it's how we respond to it. Let me ask this, and we'll start wrapping up with this here, guys. Specifically, Claire James, you guys. Um, and Robbie, you were here this, the Wednesday I was teaching this. So I mm-hmm. used, I kind of wrapped up and talked about, okay, practically speaking, God being sovereign, how does that look in everyday life? Because, again, it doesn't always feel like 
God's in control of everything. And I use these two circles, this uh, circle of concern and circle of responsibility. And I, I was explaining that God has called all of us, because sometimes when it comes to sovereignty of God, people are like, well, if God's in control of everything, I don't have to do anything. And that's not true. God has called all of us to certain things and certain responsibilities that we're called to do. You two are both in university right now. Like, mm-hmm. you need to do good in class. And, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're not doing good in class and not putting effort and stuff like that, you're not really doing what God's called you to put, be, be right now. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with me. I'm a dad, and, you know, Robbie is too, and a husband. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not doing what God has called me to do in those areas, I'm being irresponsible. The problem becomes is that. Sometimes we take things that are in this other circle, the circle of concern, which is God's in concern, uh, control. And I think mm-hmm. about, like, the thing that's in my head right now. It's like I'm thinking about all this stuff in, is it Ukraine right now? Yeah. Like, the in war Europe. it's about to break out? It's like, yeah. I feel like we live in a world that has all this information that, like, I'm, like, worried and concerned about. But part of me is worried and concerned about it because I think that no one's in control of that situation. Mm. When really, that's something I have no responsibility or action to. And just need to be like, well, God, it doesn't make sense to me, but, but you do. How do you guys, what do you guys think about this? Is that, is it help you? Do you, what do you do? Do you put things in one circle or the other accidentally or stuff like that? Or is it helpful? Did you find it helpful when we talked about it the other day? I did. Cause I'm actually putting it into, you know, to works right now. Cause I tend to worry about, um, certain things that, I just don't have any control over and mm-hmm. it really it really takes me away from God because he's not you know he can't help me and control things if I'm not giving it to him and I'm not realizing that I'm not. So yeah. just realizing those things and putting them in this circle really help because it just brings light to it for me. So Yeah, that's well said. Mhm. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Drew, as far as like just showing a lot of concern of what's happening in Europe right now. Um, just a lot of different stuff. So, you know, I mean, that scares me. I'm not going to lie. You know, like I have a lot of anxiety about that. Um, and it's hard to, you know, give it to God and let him be in control of it. It really is because I, you know, just me, you know, it's always going to be in the back of my head, you know, just thinking about it. But, you know, I do need to know that God's in control. You know, God's outcome will prevail, you know, whatever that may be. So, And it's not going to be the way we probably think it's going to work. Because yeah. God doesn't operate like we do. He's king. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he wants to. Mm-hmm. And he's in control no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, we say uh, we have that, that one thing. I used the coffee cup earlier. Sorry. To take it James's but, uh, you know, uh, we may think we control this little thing or whatever, but God really does. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was thinking about like, uh, Here's you, your guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys live in like apartments you're renting right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like you can't do things in apartments or rental property that's not your own. Right. You have to be good stewards of it. And so I think about that a lot is that even everything that even the things that God has given us responsibility over that we need to be good stewards of and we need to act on and we need to take care of. Um, ultimately, God's got us. I don't know about you guys. I feel like I've got to handle so much stuff so many times. And that creates a lot of anxiety and fear in me because I know that I can't do everything, um, even though I don't live like that always. <laughs> but there's a lot of peace in the fact of knowing that God is going to work it out for the good of me because he loves me mm-hmm. and his plan. Like I'm not big enough to mess up what God God's doing. Yeah. 
I just got to trust him. But man, mm-hmm. it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And walk in loving obedience. You know, we use that term obedience and that, that, can, that can seem negative. Yeah, but obedience is a good thing. But loving obedience, we, we do it because we love God, not because we have to. That's right. Like growing mm-hmm. up, I had to make my bed. And my mom always told me, make your bed. And my answer was, why? I want to get back in it in about 12 hours. So what's the point? Yeah. Um, but I, I did it out of obligation, not necessarily out of love, even though I love my mom. Yeah. Um, but that's not how it works with God. Yeah. And so in his sovereignty and his control and our responsibility, there's like a, there's a neat kind of flow. Uh, we, oh, we, do, sure. we do respond, uh, but our response is always in faith. But you know, you're talking about worry and the things, you know, like the uh, things going over, going on in Europe. But how many things are going on around the world that we have no idea that's going on? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Even and, with the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, like, yeah, it's it's getting pretty tense in the Ukraine right now. But what about in another place on the planet that the news isn't reporting or the internet's not even paying any attention to? Yep. And so, you know, I, I've discovered that uh, probably 99% of the things that I worry about. Um, I, I can't do anything to change the situation, but also 99% of the things I worry about don't ever wind up happening. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so you just, you just it, end up wasting and, and, you're right. time. Yeah. Yes. And so instead of, you know, that's why Jesus says don't worry. Yep. Uh, because, you know, God's in control is part of his sovereignty. So our responsibility is to, to, yeah, we give everything over to him and we respond in our faith walk. Yeah. And our loving obedience to him. And it might be a small step today, but over time it winds up being, because you guys are going to see, you're going to remember, yeah, when I was at Georgia Southern and I was this, that, the other. And, and it's, a, it's a step that God uses in your life. And when you're old like me and you're 44. <laughs> ancient, and, really. And ancient, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you'll look back and say, oh, I get it. I understand it now. Yeah. So trust in God's sovereignty. Trust is hard, guys, but, but God's never let me down. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a daily fight to choose to trust him. But he doesn't make us walk alone, too. That's the other thing. So, yeah. Well, guys, we're going to wrap up there. Any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up? God is good. He is good. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thanks for being with me. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.